Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to Capes and Japes. For you, it has been a week, but for us, it has been mere moments. That <laughs> is the magic of podcasting. <laughs> a little behind I mean, the scenes for you, dear listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I guess We're... unless you're, like, binge listening to these, in which case it also may have been mere moments for you. I hope you're enjoying this. But yeah, I hope two, you're having two, a good time. Two-parter, hawks and doves. Hawks and doves, doves and hawks. Uh, d- yes, as mentioned, obviously, today we are going to uh, continue talking about hawks and doves and talk about mostly... About Hank Hall. More hawk than dove. More more, more hawk than dove. And more Hank Hall than anyone else. Um, but really, a guy who has made some choices. Um, so, in case you didn't... You're listening to the Hawks episode, but not the Doves episode. Um, wild. I don't know why. Wild a choice. Wild choice, but that's fine. Um, Hawk and Dove were two characters who were created in the late 60s, um, as kind of a, like, response, maybe capitalization on, um, the, like, dueling, like, pro-war and anti-war movements, uh, that were happening in response largely to the Vietnam War at the time. Um, with the, uh, pro-war side generally being referred to as hawks, and the anti-war side being referred to as doves. Uh, and Steve Ditko, largely, um, kind of, like, springboarded this concept to come up with the idea of, like, a pair of superheroes where one of them would have a more, you know, aggressive, pro-war, like, pro-violence attitude, and one of them would be more kind of, uh, reserved and thoughtful and pacifistic. Um, and the, uh, (laughs) this led to the, um, creation of Hawk and Dove, who were two brothers, Hank Hall and Don Hall, obviously, Hank being the hawk and Don being the dove, because you gotta have, you gotta have alliteration. Um, Hank Hawk Hall. Yeah. (laughs) Um, who were, uh, they were sons of a centrist judge in Washington, D.C., um, who, when they're father was, um, there was, like, an attempt on their father's life by, like, mafia members. They both wished that there was something they could be able to do to help him, and a mysterious voice granted them the powers of, uh, the hawk and the dove, which are just kind of basic superhero, like, strength, agility, endurance, durability powers. Um... It gets later retconned in that this, uh, mysterious, the source of the mysterious voice that gave them these powers, um, were actually two, uh, lords, well, one lord of chaos and one lord of order, who are these kind of, like, primordial, like, semi-god-like beings that obviously represent chaos and order. Um, who were, uh, one of them, like, two of them had fallen in love with each other and made kind of their own plan to, uh, empower, like, one person to represent chaos and one person to represent order to prove that, uh, you know, that they could accomplish more working together than they could working against each other. Um, this gets retconned in after, uh, Don Hall dies and is replaced by a woman named Don, but D-A-W-N, um, which 
I mean, I feel like probably if they had, like, introduced, if they had, like, their brothers and they introduced the idea then that they were given powers by these two, like, beings who were in love, um, probably at least Hank would think that was weird. <laughs> it was like, um, why'd you pick brothers? Why'd you pick brothers? They're just like, like I don't. There's many kinds of love. <laughs> just like, well, I mean, yeah, that's true, but yeah, I, I, I get, I get the, uh, the, uh, the feeling that yours is romantic. Why didn't you pick like a romantic couple? <laughs> it's we don't know. The... You, you guys made the same wish at the same time. We Sometimes had to, we had to have it in somewhere. Yeah, we work with what we got. So, uh. The the two of them start fighting crime as Hawk and Dove. They uh fight like some super threats like around Washington DC. They uh briefly um join the Teen Titans, um, and then they uh end up more long term um joining Titans West. Um they uh lose their powers for a little bit in this like weird story where it was like supposed to be about their kind of like 60s ideals not fitting in in the 80s and uh then like after that came out uh editorial was like well we can't like actually acknowledge that they were created in the 60s and now it's the 80s because basically no characters have aged since then, so that doesn't make any sense. Um, and they come out of their kind of retirement during, uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths in, like, the mid-80s, um, and they help fight against the Anti-Monitor, um, and then... Dawn ends up being killed by shadow demons. Um, and Hank is very distraught. He is a distraught, (laughs) you could say. Um, so he starts, um, acting out, kind of becoming like a lot more violent and aggressive. And, again, like, probably, I don't think, probably a combination of, uh, grief and also, like, the, you know, relationship he and his brother have, where his brother was kind of, like, a calming influence, but then also the sort of larger mystical relationship that would be, like, retconned in after this, where it's, like, he Hank is under the influence of, like, Lords of Chaos, and, like, he doesn't have, like, somebody with order powers to kind of, like, counteract that. So a lot of things. I don't think you really, like, see Hank on his own, like, kind of acting out, getting, like, more reckless and aggressive and violent, so much as it is when Dawn... D-A-W-N, is introduced, it's established that, like, she goes to look for Hank, and she's like, oh, wow, he's doing bad. (laughs) This man is, uh, not in a good place. He's on an incarnation of the Teen Titans, um, by himself, uh, and, like... I'm sorry, (laughs) My first thought when you said he's on an incarnation of the Teen Titans by himself, I'm like, did he just say that he was the Teen Titans and nobody else was there? <laughs> yeah, he is He is an incarnation of the Teen Titans on his own. It's crazy. Um, he, um, he, like, apparently they have to spend, like, as much energy trying to keep Hank under control as they do actually, like, fighting supervillains, um, so, not great, (laughs) um, but then, uh, Dawn, with a W, 
um, gains her powers when she, like, basically, like, wishes to be able to prevent a, uh, terrorist attack that she gets caught up in. She tracks Hank down. Hank, um, originally does not want anything to do with her. Um, which, again, as I've said, that I can't understand. Because his brother did die. It is fair. Um, it is fair. I, I'm i not going to give Hank Hall a lot of leeway, but that is fair. Um, but ultimately, um, the, uh, she helps to, like, intervene and save him because, um, like, one of the Lords of Chaos is trying to gain, like, full control over Hank, and she's able to kind of, you know, use her, like, order aura to, like, shut that down and save him. And he's like, okay, we can work together. We probably should work together, because I have been doing bad. And she's like, ah, yeah, I heard. I heard about it. Um, so they, um, start working together. They, I think they, um work with the Teen Titans, and they also kind of, you know, fight their own threats, kind of still based near Washington, D.C. Um, so, okay. Um, here's, here's where, here's where some stuff starts to happen. Um, so, in 1991, um, D.C. launches this crossover event called Armageddon 2001. This confused me seeing the titles and reading his histories because I just assumed that Armageddon 2001 would have been published in 2001. No. It... No. I was a fool. I was a fool to think that. When was um, it published? 1991. Okay. All right. So they're like, we've got 10 years. <laughs> yeah. It's like, here's, what, here's what's going to happen in 10 years. Watch out. Um, so, uh, and also, like, a large part of Armageddon 2001 is about the future, but it's about 50 years into the future. So it's- Not 2001? No, not 2001. Is it, like, 40 years after Armageddon? Is it post-apocalyptic? What is- I- Comics! I don't know. I do, I don't I don't know why they didn't if it's going to be like there's oh uh-oh there's a, a an apocalypse maybe maybe the apocalyptic event was supposed to happen in 2001 but then it doesn't so I don't maybe so, hey if you read this this isn't the most important part of obviously of what we're talking about but tell me why they named it this this stupid thing um so wave rider Goes. A large part of Armageddon 2001 focuses on a, um, a character named Matthew Ryder, um, who is from the future. He's from 50 years in the future, um, and a, uh, this evil despot named Monarch has taken over the world, killed all the superheroes, and, uh, Matthew Ryder is a scientist who's trying to fight against this. Um, he, like, looks into it and starts to suspect that Monarch is a former superhero who turned evil. Um, so he, uh, builds a time machine to try and go back to when superheroes were still alive to try and figure out which superhero ends up becoming Monarch so that he can stop them. Um, and when he uses the time machine, um, he gets fused with time travel energy in a time travel accident, and he gains um, time-related powers where he can time travel at will, and also he can, like, perceive a person's future, um, and he, uh, starts going by the name Wave Rider, um, 
I feel like I've read part of this. Okay, yeah. It's, I remember um, him, like, touching people and then going, contact, and I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Just, <laughs> contact. I think... Yeah. Is there... In this crossover, is one of them uh, a Justice League Unlimited or in Justice League International? It's the one. I'm gonna look it up. Um, Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. All right. You you look it up and you can report back. Um. So here's what happens. Um. The original idea for um for Armageddon was that uh the reveal was going to be that monarch was actually um captain adam um who uh i think had like had had like a lot of uh he's had a lot of weird stuff going on captain adam over the course of his existence has had uh a lot of uh stuff going on um so they uh came up with this concept when they conceptualized the series that was their plan that monarch was going to be captain adam and they were writing it with that intent um and had like been building up to that was where captain adam's character was going to go um however somehow this information leaked um or that I I think I think that it leaked. I don't think it was like uh like a hobgoblin situation where people just like guessed it successfully. I think the information actually got out. Um and so rather than uh you know um just going with the story and being like, oh well, I guess people know the ending, um, they were like, well, now we gotta make somebody else monarch. <laughs> I do remember, now that I have looked it up, it was a Justice League America annual and a Justice League Europe annual. And I do uh-huh. remember Wave Rider, like, touching all of, like, Justice League Europe and being like, nope, not you. Nope, not you. Nope, not you. And then he's like, where's Captain Adam? I need to touch Captain Adam. And it's like, he's gone. And then he comes back and he's like, cool. And he, like, goes to touch him and then they're like, next issue. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Right? We- and it's weird. like, cool. Thanks. <laughs> I guess it must be Captain Adam, huh? No. Shut up. <laughs> you um, idiot. I know we already said you, it couldn't be Hawk and Dove, but it is, in fact, Literally, Hawk. they establish- he- he touches Hawk and Dove. He not only, like, establishes that this doesn't happen to Hawk and Dove, but he sees Hawk and Dove fighting Monarch, so he knows that they live to fight Monarch, <laughs> and didn't, in narration- didn't he, didn't he see, like, Monarch kill Hawk? Something like that, where it's like, yeah. why this like, why would you? Ch- this is stupid. Yeah. So he see he sees them fighting monarch. So he knows they're not monarch. So as you're reading this, you're like, okay, not these guys. And in narration, he's like, I have the power to see into a person's future. So I know textually that not these guys are going to fight monarch, and neither of them will ever become monarch. I'm saying this canonically. <laughs> I'm looking into the camera and saying this. Um but the Captain Adam thing happens. They've got to find somebody else to be monarch. Um so they have um a monarch. <laughs> sure. They just draw a name out of a hat. Well shit, it's Hank Hall. I guess Didn't it's we Hank say Hall it could it be him? Yeah, but we didn't take him out of the hat first, so now it's yeah. him. Couldn't we just redraw? Yeah. No. No. It's Hank um, now. Yes. Part of it may or may not have been that, like, Hawk and Dove was not super popular, and they were probably going to cancel it anyways. Um, that sucks. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it sucks all around, for sure. Um... So what happens is um, Monarch, 
obviously he like follows Wave Rider through the time stream and comes to the present to try and kill all the superheroes. Um, he uh, fights Hawk and Dove, seemingly kills Dove, which is later revealed to, I mean, later retconned to be like, ooh, the weird sorcery, like actually a wizard faked her death. Um, <laughs> but at the time, he did just kill, uh, kill Dove. So he kills Dove in front of Hawk. Hawk gets uh, really upset, which, you know, now, again... <laughs> now that's what I call a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, baby. Literally um, with the self. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, like, how would that even happen in the first place? It, what was the, what was the evil, like, how did Hank, like, if this was the event that pushed Hank towards evil, mm -hmm. and then he goes back in time, and he is the one that does the event that pushes him towards evil, what in that monarch's original timeline got him there? Like, <laughs> you can't. You you think you think they thought about this that much? You think they thought I, about it to that extent? No, I know they didn't. But it's like where where would this have come from? You can't. You can't. You can't. Uh, you I mean they should, but they did. Um so Monarch Monarch kills Dawn. Um Hank snaps, which, you know, again, this is the second time that a dove has been killed in front of him. So I can't entirely blame him for snapping. <laughs> Out of context, it just sounds like somebody killed a bird and this guy's not yeah. the birds die. <laughs> he's he's like, just so mad about these birds. <laughs> he's like, I saw somebody kill a dove, and then I saw somebody else kill a dove, and now I'm just done. I'm evil now. Too I'm many birds. Evil what did they do to you? Nothing. Um. So, um, Hank snaps, kills Monarch. Um. <laughs> takes off Monarch's armor and sees his own face under the mask. Oh my god. <laughs> and How he's like, well, fuck, and just puts the armor on, like, I guess this is happening. I guess, I guess this is what I'm doing now. Um, cool, can't wait to, you know, be evil for a few years and then come back, kill Dove, and then get killed by myself, and then start the cycle all over again. Infinite loop, baby! This is- Hooray! This is why Donald was like, do not bring me back. I am at peace. There's too I am much done. bullshit. I am done with this. <laughs> the whole thing. My brother got stuck in a time loop. You think I'm gonna risk that? No! Absolutely not. Um, so- he, um, Hank as Monarch is, like, part of, like, some kind of, uh, like, Armageddon-adjacent events, um, and then I, like, I, I think they just, he, he just, like, goes into the future to be evil in the evil future, cause he, like, he's still Monarch for, like, a little while, um, and then... A couple years later, um, in an even more exciting event, um, DC does another fun crossover called Zero Hour, um, which is, uh, like, intended as, like, like Crisis, sort of like a continuity cleanup thing. It's like, okay, we're gonna come up with another, like time like traveling universe altering way to like clean up any weird continuity stuff that's like left after crisis um and the main thing that zero hour is known for is um uh hal jordan uh green lantern 
uh, having a mental breakdown and becoming the supervillain known as Parallax and trying to uh, basically, like, rewrite reality. Um, uh, a, a, a fun... <laughs> A fun chapter in Hal Jordan's history. Um, however, also while this is happening, um, Hank, as monarch, um, discovers that when Dove died, he, like, absorbed her powers. Um, I was so scared that you were gonna say soul. No. Because it's just a very comic book thing. It would be. It would be <laughs> as comics as it could get. Still still doesn't explain how this happened if Dawn didn't actually die, which they decided she didn't. But... I mean, maybe the evil wizard was like, and I don't want you to have powers, so I'm just going to shove those at Hawk. He, yeah, he'll, he'll take them. That'll go well. Yeah, um, it'll be fine. Oh, we fine. That'll go great over there, and I'll have you here, and we'll have an evil wizard party. Yeah. Um, and I think he also, like, he either, like, absorbs Wave Rider's powers, um, or, like, steals, like, Wave Rider- I think he absorbs Wave Rider's powers, somehow. Um, and he changes his name to Extant. Um, which is, like, a cool, like, a dramatic-sounding word, but as a supervillain name, it's like, okay, what are you communicating with this? <laughs> like, Monarch, it's like, okay, yeah, like, you w- want to rule over stuff. Great. With Extant, it's like, you exist? I you, Are you trying to make other stuff not exist? I will survive my evil experience and not get killed by my younger self. <laughs> That's ma- manifestations. <laughs> Affirmations to if, say in the mirror. Um, if I don't call myself monarch, maybe I won't get killed by my younger self. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm extant. I'm extant. I'm extant. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Um, For sure. Uh, So, he is working together with Hal as Parallax um, during Zero Hour in their, like, attempts to rewrite the timeline. He, um, he, like, he does, like, he ages up a bunch of the, uh, JSA, which, like, I think, like, kills or seemingly kills some of them, and then just, like, (laughs) renders a bunch of the rest of them just old. Um, and then he try- he tries to, like, de-age some other superheroes, and he, like, turns the Atom into a teenager, and it's like, okay, well, that's not that threatening, sir. I'm not gonna kill you outright, but I will make you a different age. So either you're too young to hurt me, or too old to hurt me. Nobody will be in their prime. (laughs) Accidentally ages up the Teen Titans. Fuck. Oh, god damn it, no! (laughs) They're stronger! No! God, no! Yeah. I've made so many mistakes. Um, so, in addition to trying to stop Parallax from rewriting reality. They're all, like, part of the plot is, um, trying to stop Hank as extant, um, from, like, basically, like, rewriting the past and the future to, like, try and make himself, like, an army from the future, and then also de-aging and re-aging people he's just running around doing um I think at some point during this like Parallax ultimately like turns on him um he got tired of the antics he's he's just he's fucking sick of it he's like I've got important shit to do get out of here he's like just Um, kill them or leave and Hank's like no (laughs) he's like fine this is my thing I'm done with you this is so annoying um 
but he um he survives he kind of like escapes into the time stream i think and he shows up a few more times after this as extant um I feel like this would be more fun if he was, like, more of, like, a trickster character instead of just, like, a very angry man. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because it um, does sound very funny to me, but probably in practice, it's not. (laughs) Probably you're just watching this angry man do angry things again. Um, He um, shows up in, like, an impulse one shot where like Bart has to stop him from like rewriting reality um he um fights the JSA to try and get a reality warping weapon called the Warlagog okay i hate i hate comic books deeply it's not a whirly gig um, but it is no. a warlogog. <laughs> it's a warlogog. Warlogog. Um, God. Um, and he um ends up like he fights the JSA, and he ultimately ends up dying. I, I think dying for real because like later he gets resurrected in Blackest Night, and he's a zombie. So I think he like dies, dies, and it's not fake dies. Um, then who becomes monarch and kills Dove? You know? Comics. What a good question. It's all, and, because then, after this. He's supposed to be caught in a loop, comics. You can't, can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing this. Um, they, um, they also, they, like, somehow, like, re-retcon, I, I don't... I don't understand how they do this. They re-retcon, like, Armageddon 2001 at some point so that they, like, do, like, actually, it was Captain Adam who became Monarch. He just looked like Hank for no reason. He just looked like Hank. He stole his costume. Um, And they also um, retcon Dove's death, Um, which I, I think... Apparently, some people were upset about how Hank's whole villain thing was handled. So they're like, okay, fine. It was Captain Adam. Hank's, he's still dead, but he's not evil. Um, Except then he comes back in Blackest Night, and he is evil, but just because he was resurrected by a ring that makes you an evil zombie. (laughs) And, And he's the brother who's like, you know what? No, I will keep fighting. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna continue this, I think. Um, after, uh, Hank's death, um, there is, uh, briefly another hawk who is, um, Dawn's, uh, estranged sister, uh, Holly Granger, who I think, um, I think Holly thought was dead. I'm not sure what happened with these two. Um, but, uh, Dawn finds her when she's like, well, gotta be a new hawk somewhere. Um, and the the, two of them- the, the, the lord, the chaos and order are like, you know what? Let's try siblings again. The- You know, that- that The other thing didn't work out. Yeah. Um. Did not work out too great. Yeah. Um. Holly, the two of them, um, are, uh, members of the Teen Titans. Um, they show up a few times. Ultimately, um, Holly gets, uh, killed by Black Lantern Hawk. Sorry, Holly. Um, and then is revived also as a Black Lantern. Um, and then both of them try to kill Dawn. Um... She's just having a great time, isn't she? She's really, she's having a a good time. Um, And then ultimately, like, at the end of uh, Blackest Night, Hank gets brought back to life for real, but Holly doesn't. Um, Come on. Yeah. Comics. Comics. Um, 
after he gets brought back, Hank is um, acting kind of more aggressive than usual. Um, Dove also, I think Dawn with a W has like a vision of like the spirit of Dawn without a W, like telling her like not to give up on Hank. Um, <laughs> Dawn is just it, like, Dawn, hey, Dove to Dove, don't give up on my brother. Don't give up on my brother. Um, listen, I know, I know it's rough, but it's like, he really needs somebody. Um, he's, he's burned so many bridges. Just, if you could keep an eye on him for me, you know, Dove to Dove. Dove Ugh. to Dove, you know how it is. Um, they, um, the two of them are also on the, um, the Birds of Prey for a little bit. I think possibly... <laughs> Bird-themed. Yeah, exactly. You, you guys are birds. Um, I think a, a hawk is, like is actually new... a bird of prey. Yeah. So, honestly, Hank's like, maybe I deserve to be on this team more than everybody else. And everyone's like, no. No. <laughs> you're here because we wanted Dawn, and you're, like, a whole thing. You know, uh, Hawk, if Holly were alive, she would be here instead, just so you know. God, can you imagine if Holly and Dawn were on the Birds of Prey? Wow. Would have been good. Would have been good. That would have been, that would've been way better Damn than it, this Hank. guy. Why couldn't you have come back as, like, something else other than Hawk? <laughs> and just brought, you know, Holly back as Hawk, and you have the Hawk yeah. and Dove, and then you're just something else, my guy. You're just a, a different dude. That would have been ideal. Maybe um, now you're extant. <laughs> you died and you came back. You're yeah. Bring, they're like, does this mean you're evil now? No, I just like the name, because I do yeah. still exist, actually. I just, it turns out I am still existing. Um, so, um, the two of them are on, like, the new 52 Birds of Prey. Um, part of the storyline is, like, dealing with, like, Hank's, uh, erratic behavior. Um, it, like, delves into him having depression. I think he's, like, maybe hospitalized for a suicide attempt at one point. Um, That's rough. Yeah, we're all having fun in the new 52, the comic where everybody's having a good time. Um, <laughs> but um, he, like, uh, he ends up, he, like, he also, he, like, tries to, like, bring Don back to life, Don, his brother, back to life, and then he, like, has, like, a, like, Dawn with a W did, like, a vision of him where, uh, Dawn <laughs> Paul is, like, I, I'm at peace. I, I told the ring that and everything. Don't worry about me. Um, Hank's like, well, okay. Okay, I guess. Um, and then in, I think during infinite frontier it's like established that like hank did still become extant at one point um and tried to tried to steal the warlogog um but he like didn't succeed so i don't know what is going on like now if like that's like a thing that happened a while ago and now he's back to being Hawk or if it's like he became evil and then died. I don't know. I'm not especially invested because um, <laughs> I, you know, there's not, there's a few things in comics that appeal to me less than what if this white dude was really mad I'm like, I I see enough of that in my day-to-day -day life. Comics are like, hey, can I interest you in an angry white man? And it's like, no, you can't, actually. Yeah. Um, there is also, I forgot to touch on this when we were talking about doves. There's, like, 
a very, very brief, like, reinvented Hawk and Dove in, like, the late 90s that is, um, a girl hawk and a dude dove, but, like, un- unrelated to the, uh, like, the Chaos and Order stuff and, like, the previous Hawks and Doves, um, kind of just their own thing that also happened to be called Hawk and Dove, where they were, like, experimented on and they got bird wings, like, Maximum Ride, um, and it's, like, Hawk is, like, the, like, daughter of a military general and Dove is, like, a, like, stoner musician um this is good actually (laughs) i do kind of like this concept i don't know if it's just that i like maximum ride so much but i do think it's kind of fun um and uh i think it's like they show up a couple times after the like mini series but in like very kind of like minor like cameo roles basically so, I don't know what's going on with those two, but if if they're out there, I, I, I hope they're having a good time. Um, anyways, um, that's, uh, that's all I have to say about Hank Hall and ve- very briefly, unfortunately, Holly, I guess. Um, did you have... You did have comics to talk about. I had a comic. At least comic. one comic. <laughs> yes. Um, I started reading the um, Zatanna webtoon. Oh! Uh, as of recording, there are three episodes out. And so far, cause it's like supposed to be like a Zatanna and Constantine, I think. Mm-hmm. Webtoon. So far, it's just been Zatanna, and then, like, she texted Constantine once, and I'm like, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, that's that's fair. Please focus more on my daughter. I do love to see her, and I love how, um, they, I love how I should have looked up the writer and artist, um, uh, so Sarah Dealey and Cyro. I'm assuming Cyro is the artist, is my guess. Yeah, Sarah Dealey is the writer and Cyro is the artist. Um, and I love how they draw the magic um and like the first issue is just like like they start like kind of in media res where you're like wait what's happening to zatanna and then they go back and it's just the art is pretty and i love the way that they draw like um the magic because like it still has right like her doing the, like, saying things backwards, but it's, like, written into, like, this script with, like, flowy, like, magic lines, and so it's, like, the magic and the thing that she said, like, flows together, so it's not, like, her saying a thing, and, like, I'm gonna send you this, like, magic illustration uh, real quick so that you can look at it of her performing at a birthday party. <laughs> also, a thing about this Zatanna webtoon is that she is, it's, it starts on her 21st birthday and it is 2022. So I'm like, damn, Zatanna was born in 2001. Oh my god. <laughs> That's wild to me. <laughs> cursed actually yeah but like um i sent you a dm with a little panel of some magic happening oh this is neat right love those vibes 
Like, it's got, like, you know, disappear backwards, like, written into the thing. And then where it was, like, in, like, all the magic line, it says, like, poof. But it's not, like, you know, a little bubble that says poof. It's, like, like I didn't realize at first look that it said poof until I was like, that looks almost like a word. Oh, it is! <laughs> oh! It's the onomatopoeia. Oh, yeah. Um, but this, there is, you know, um... A mystery of ha- who 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 attack who attacked Zatara? Uh, how how did she how did Zatanna um end up getting poofed back into eighteen eighty eight London? <laughs> Big question. What's she gonna do now? Who knows? But she's got a wand. She's got a hat. She's got her dad's <laughs> advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very excited to see her, uh, hunt down Jack the Ripper. Hell yeah. Get his ass. <laughs> also, there's a cat where I'm like, what's up with this cat? Is it just, like, a very, like, intuitive cat? Or is this cat also magic? What? <laughs> God, why, I hope why, it's a magic cat. Why is this cat helping her so much in London? <laughs> Who are Love you? Love a magic cat. <laughs> Cat's my new... This cat is my new favorite uh, side character in Zatanna and the Ripper. Anyway, I'm very excited to see where this webtoon goes. It's definitely um, a different vibe than the Bat Family webtoon. Because it is a, mm-hmm. it is definitely more. Um, it it has a storyline rather than uh-huh. being episodic. Yeah, but slice I, of life. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. It's technically under fantasy. Uh is the um, it's that's what it's filed under on webtoon. Which I mean, I guess, I guess there's, I guess there's magic. There's magic in it. Uh, she's got, like, a nice little, like, ombre hairstyle. It's cute. She's cute. I don't know how she texts Constantine in 2022, and also she's somehow gonna meet up with him in 1888 London. I'm very excited to find out. Um, yeah, Batfam Webtoon also continues to be good. Speaking of Webtoons, Laura Olympus Webtoon also continues to be good. Love to see it. Love to see them. Um, did you have other comics to talk about? Yes. I have a few other things I can touch on. I can't remember. So I read both Tom King's Strange Adventures and Tom King Omega Men somewhat recently. And I can't remember if I talked about those on here or not. I think I might have mentioned Strange Adventures, which I liked. Um, it's kind of like, it's, I definitely, I'm, Pretty, pretty sure I talked about it. But it's cool. It's got, like, a cool kind of mystery aspect that I think was very interesting. Um, Omega Men, I don't think I talked about. It's kind of an early Tom King maxi series, um, which I liked, but I was, like, I was interested in it mostly because Kyle Rayner was the protagonist. And then... Doesn't Kyle it, just like, have a really bad time? Kyle has <laughs> the worst time. Tom King Maxi series. Character has bad time. Yeah. Oh boy. Kyle is Kyle is not doing good. I keep um, meaning to pick it up, but it's also uh one collection of a maxi series, so it is kind of expensive. So I'm like, mm, yeah. Uh Maybe. Yeah. I I I I got it from the library. My my new best friend for actually reading comic books. Um, oh, maybe it's on DC Universe. It might be. Um I liked it. There's like a lot um there's some really fun uh fun aliens and stuff. I it felt like it didn't really like get as deep into, like, a character study as I wanted it to, 
But I also think it's, like, much more plot-heavy than, like, Mr. Miracle or, like, Vision was, where it's, like, most of the plot in those is the character study, and in this one there was a lot of stuff happening. Um, but, like, Kyle felt not, like, out of character, but just, like, kind of generic a little mm. bit, especially given that it was, like, this is, like, the point in time where it was, like, Kyle is, like, he's the White Lantern, and he's, like, absorbed, like, all of the emotional spectrum, and it didn't do anything super interesting with that. It was, like, oh, his main thing is he's, like, up, he, like, he wants to be able to save everybody, but this is, like, an interplanetary war, and it's, like, yeah, I mean, he probably would be upset that he isn't able to save everybody, but that's also a very, like, standard like superhero problem yeah to have i I will say i have Mm -hmm. found it on dc universe infinite and Mm -hmm. the covers are gorgeous Mm -hmm. stunning like really really incredible covers um i um what else do i have over here oh i read um I read the first issue of uh, Multiversity Teen Justice so I could see all these kids and their fun gender-bent designs, and I love them. I love this tiny furious Robin and her little space buns being best friends with this tiny Supergirl. I love them. 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 Um, I um, read. I read the Tim Drake. DC Pride special, um, uh, which is the one it, like, collects the whole kind of, like, arc from Batman Urban Legends, and then, um, a, like, a new story that was written for this. Um, I love Tim so much. I love him so much. My one complaint is that, like, in the new story, it's, like, um... Cass and Steph show up, um, and Cass Cass is only there for, like, a couple pages, but she's written so weirdly, like, (laughs) like, absolutely not Cass at all, like, not saying things that Cass would say, just, like, extremely bizarre, um. Just, like, who is this? (laughs) Who is this? Um. Because I didn't have that problem with anybody else. Like, e- like Steph, like, at the end, I felt is just kind of, like, switched gears into, like, generically supportive friend. But she was, like, she was mad at him for a bunch of the issue, justifiably. So I was like, okay, well, you want to end on, like, a nice note. Um, and, like, Con and Bart were there, and that was fine. It was just that weird... <laughs> Weird thing with Cass. Um, but other than that, I loved reading it. I loved, um, I, I like how Tim, the whole thing with Tim was handled. I, I think it was believable and I think it was sweet. And I love him so much. I love him so much. Um, and then I also started catching up with, um, the current Krakoa era. New Mutants. Yeah, um, I noticed. Yeah, it, as I mean, <laughs> I, as I said, uh, made very obvious in the Discord, and also to Briar specifically. Yeah, who you sent me a lot of DMs. <laughs> yeah, I needed you to know it's about the boys. <laughs> um, good. I so, love. I love. I love Roberto. I love him. He's extremely fun in this. Um, Because I'm responsible. Because I'm a businessman. I love him. (laughs) So I Um, sign things without looking at them. Because I'm in a hurry and I trust my lawyers. God, I love him so much. Um, But, uh... Yeah, so the one thing I will say, if you're interested in Krakoa Era New Mutants, you probably already know this, but the way it's written is, like, for the first seven or eight issues, it alternates between 
Jonathan Hickman writing issues about, like, the original New Mutant Squad who are on a mission to go up to Shi'ar space to find Sam to try and convince him to come back to Krakoa. Um, and that alternates between issues written by Ed Brisson about, like, the kind of, like, Earth, like, Krakoa team that consists of Armor and Boom Boom and a few other people. Um, the way it's serialized is, like, the Jonathan Hickman issues are co- collected into one volume that's, like, New Mutants by Jonathan Hickman, Volume 1. And the I Ed Brisson it. ones are con- connected, collected <laughs> into one volume that's, like, New Mutants by Ed Brisson, Volume 1. And then I hate it. After- I hate it so much. I keep accidentally buying the same thing over and over. It's so... And then when Vita Ayala takes over, that's all... New Mutants by Vita Ayala, Volume 1. And sometimes you're looking for them in the library, and all it says is, like, on the, in the catalog is New Mutants, Volume 1. And you're like, oh, this is the beginning. No! No. It's not. It's not. You have to look at the numbers. I have, I am, I am currently looking at both of my copies of New Mutants by Vita Ayala, Volume 2. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I have this one yet, and it's in my comic shop, so I want to buy it while it's here. So then when I have reading energy, I can just read it all at once. Nope. And then I got back, and I was like, oh no. Oh no. Um, I'm also looking at my second copy of New Mutants Back to School, the complete collection, because I forgot that I already bought that. Oh my god. Um, So, if you're interested in reading these... Just keep that in mind, and, like, if you can physically look at the back of the trade and see what it says, do that. Um, yep. But that being said, I did like it a lot. Um, I thought the, like, there's a lot of really cute stuff. With I mean, a lot of it focuses on sam and roberto because a lot of it is specifically roberto convincing everyone to go to space so they can get sam to come to krakoa but it's just a lot of like very cute stuff with them roberto going to space like sam come home i miss you i miss you sam um samuel my best friend is this because i gave you a concussion once when i was 13 we were playing soccer and then I ran away and then it was my fault that Doug died because Warlock came looking for me and he couldn't protect Doug and Doug's like I'm I'm fine now I'm fine (laughs) Doug's like yeah Um, I died but it's okay I'm back it's like yeah but Warlock's not here and Doug's like he sure isn't he's definitely not here with us hanging out right now. <laughs> so sad that Warlock isn't here, my friend Warlock. <laughs> um, All I but, have to remember him by is this arm. Wow. Tragic. Um, but yes, it was and very cute, like, I don't have funny. anything to remind me of Sam, because he's in space. He's in space and he's not here. He's in space being a dad. Um... <laughs> But, yes, very cute, very charming. Um, Rod Rice's art is, like, very, very nice. Um, and that's all the comics I have. I'm getting real sweaty again. So, <laughs> got too you. Got too excited talking about New Mutants. Got heated up. Um, <laughs> thank you for uh, joining us for Capes and Japes. If you want to see us online, see when we post new episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of those are just at Capes and Japes. We have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com if you want to send us anything. Um, we have a Discord server, as just mentioned. You can see me lose my mind about New Mutants, among many other things. Um, we have a um, uh, Patreon. If you want to support us on there, you can get bonus content, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. If you can't support us on there, um, but you want to help out the show, uh, you can leave a rating and review. Um, that would be great. Telling a friend about the show, if you think they would be interested, and just coming back and joining us, as you've done once again today. So thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes.
I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Hank Hall is Monarch. All right. Where did you come from? Where did he come from? Where we'll did never you know. go? <laughs> it should be a closed loop. <sighs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah.